This is Central Indiana Today with your host, Nicole Kendall, on WYRZ. Nicole Kendall for Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. And in tonight's program, I'm talking with Jeff Quarter. He is the Public Health Preparedness Coordinator for the Hendricks County Health Department. He's going to let us know how we can get involved with the health department and what they do for us right here in Hendricks County. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Nicole. Thanks for being here on the program today. Thank you for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. Now, let's talk about an overview of the Hendricks County Health Department. Um, what what do you work in specifically uh, for our county to help us have a better place to live, work, and play? Okay, the health department is, is essentially divided into two different sections. Uh, there's the environmental health section, which handles food inspections, uh, well and septic inspections, pool inspections, uh, tattoo parlors, things like that. And then there's the nursing section, which handles vaccinations, uh, communicable diseases, and different things like that. So um, I essentially work for both the director of nursing and the environmental health supervisor uh, in my role. Um, my role as the preparedness coordinator is to uh, basically... Um, be prepared, obviously, for uh, public health emergencies that would occur in, in the county. And that could be either from a naturally occurring epidemic, such as a flu or foodborne illness or outbreak, all the way up to a bioterrorism incident. And uh, so it's my job to uh, either prepare plans or to work with the emergency management to uh, make sure that we have uh, things in place so that uh, if we would need to respond to those type of public health emergencies. Well, it's certainly good to know that you're trying to protect our community and help respond if we have a disaster or a, a big uh, problem here, epidemic here in Hendricks County. Now, today we're talking because you're looking for volunteers for the Hendricks County Medical Reserve Corps. Is that right? That's correct. Now, tell us about the mission of that corps. In 2001, right after the September 11th attacks, uh, they had a large amount of volunteers show up to the World Trade Center site offering their assistance. Uh, at that time, there was no way to actually get those volunteers uh, organized and into a place where they could do any good. So uh, the president at the time, George W. Bush, uh, looked at what we could do as a country and then eventually state and county uh, to organize volunteers. So he uh, suggested the what they called the Citizen Corps at the time. The Citizen Corps uh, is comprised of several different organizations, one of which is the Medical Reserve Corps. Uh, right now, uh, there are 941 medical reserve corps units across the country um, Hendricks County has had one since 2007 um, and we currently have 78 rostered volunteers oh, very good um, and the the mission is to 
uh, allow, even though the, the word medical is in the title, uh, we can take medical, non-medical reserves, or, I'm sorry, volunteers, and they can uh, reserve, they can volunteer to do um, basically anything that we, and in a public health emergency, uh, they are assisting in that public health emergency. Um, as a former first responder, I know that that uh, our first responders are are able to respond to any emergency in the county, whether it's small, large, whatever. Once that incident starts to be a either a very large significant event or a large long drawn out event they need some sort of assistance um, and the medical reserve corps we can also provide that assistance uh, we do shelters uh, we provide uh, what we call points of dispensing public health emergencies uh, we may provide max mass uh, vaccinations or uh, medications, and we can set up this shelter and uh, so that the first responders don't have to be involved in that. They can do uh, what they are supposed to be doing. They have a job they're supposed to do Correct. too, right? So you're looking for people, like you said, not necessarily just medical. Now, medical's great, but if you do not have medical training, you're also interested in people who have maybe a law enforcement background, fire uh, teaching, you can help with legal work, um, military help, religious backgrounds, uh, administrators. A lot of different uh, people could help in this type of uh, in this type of situation for this type of uh, reserve corps. Now, how often do if you're going to be a volunteer, how often do you need to commit time to this corps? Is this or is there training That's... that you go through to be a part of it? And then how often are you? Obviously, you take part when there's an emergency, but as Correct. far as ongoing training, what's that commitment look like on a volunteer basis? We try to get together. In fact, I just had a meeting with, with our volunteers, and we were trying to set up a meeting and training schedule for the next year. Um, we don't have any required training. We have recommended training. Okay. Um, and we we also require background checks done. Sure. And uh, so what we would recommend would be uh, basic first aid, CPR training, uh, things like that. Um, we also do a class or we will offer a class called psychological first aid, which is how to deal with. Uh, family members in a crisis situation. Yes, uh, that's an important part of helping in this type of uh, environment, yes. isn't it? Yes, and uh, we do have mental health professionals that that uh, we staff our our shelters with that can direct people to uh, that are having uh, some problems with coping and dealing with the the situation. Uh, we need interpreters. Uh, because we have a very diverse population now in Hendricks County. Sure. And so we could definitely uh, use people with um, backgrounds in, in language skills other than English. Um, we take 
Uh, I mean, we have to have people all the way from parking cars to giving medications. So uh, we'll take anybody that wants to volunteer and give back to the community. Very good. Now, how can people uh, find more information about that? Would you like to share your contact information directly for, since this is your uh, physician that you're over, maybe if you could share your email address. So if people listening today sure. say, I'd really like to get behind that, um, how can they reach you? They can reach me. Uh, my office number at the health department is 317-745-9214. Or they can, call, they can email me, uh, jcorder, C-O-R-D-E-R, at co.hendricks.in.com. US. Okay, very good. Now, we're not finished talking just yet, but I want to make sure while people are listening, if they are interested, they want to jot that down so if they can uh, they can contact you after this program tonight. But sure. uh, let's talk a little bit more. I know you said the health department is divided into a few different areas. What mm -hmm. other services besides this medical reserve corps uh, do you offer throughout the year to our county? Uh, they do offer a uh, walk-in flu clinic, uh, flu shot clinic. Uh, every Wednesday, uh, they can just walk into the, the health department and get vaccinated. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the dates were on that, but I know that, um, it is all day from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. on, um, Monday through, or I'm sorry, on Wednesdays. Um, and, uh, something else that, that we have actually, um, been involved with is the, um, with the opioid crisis in the in the county uh, our uh, health educator has been involved with the uh, uh, nasal naloxone narcan and uh, they have been awarded these nasal naloxone kits from the state department of health to prevent these opioid deaths so uh, uh, they offer training to individuals who are involved with people to uh, assist with these overdoses. Yeah, and they're saving like lives that. with these kits. That's correct. And uh, so they can, uh, if they're interested in finding out more information, they can call our health educator. Um, her number is 317-745-9618. We'll take a quick break and I'll be back on the air in just a few moments with Jeff Corder from the Hendricks County Health Department. Stay tuned. The new Plainfield UPS is now hiring part-time package handlers for three different shifts, morning, evening, and late night. A weekly retention bonus, pension, Benefits and college tuition reimbursements are available for part-time UPS employees. More information on available positions, online applications, and scheduling an interview can be found at www.upsjobs.com. Uh, Jeff, let's talk a little bit more about the Medical Reserve Corps. Are there opportunities for volunteers, if they're going to take part in the Corps, to work on things that are not necessarily emergency-related? Yes. Um, while we, the main focus is obviously to uh, serve in public health emergencies and things like that, uh, we would also like to stay involved during the year 
in non-emergency related events uh, so that we can provide first aid for festivals, fairs, different things like that. Uh, we might uh, mobilize the volunteers uh, if there was ever a uh, something like a missing person. Uh, I do have a uh, notification system available to me that I can notify all my volunteers at the same time, and they can respond and mobilize in a in a certain area. Um, we might provide something, uh, like I said earlier, with the uh, the first responders at a large scale incident. Maybe they could provide. Uh, rehab facilities or things like that. So these are things that, that our medical reserve corps could do. Um, and we would certainly like to be able to be involved in, in different things like that. As your core is growing, right? Yes. As you, yes. as you continue to grow in the group. Yes. Okay. Very good to know. Now tell us what's one thing you would like the County to know about the health department that maybe they don't know. Is there anything that comes I, to mind you'd like to share? I think the, the health department is not, a lot of people get the the negative connotation of the health department that uh, when they walk into a restaurant that they're there to shut the restaurant down and and uh, you're but, not the bad guys, no, we're right? Not the bad guys. <laughs> we the health department is there uh, to inspect to protect the public's health, um, whether it be food inspections, whether it be pool inspections, whether it be uh, making sure that. Well and septics are are set up correctly. Um, you know, it's a it's a job that that is uh, is needed within the county. It's needed within the country to protect everybody's health and welfare. And and uh, they, if people have questions about things, they're more than free to call us and. If they have, uh, if they have a complaint, uh, they can call the health department. Um, now, what kind yeah. of complaints do you get at the health department? No, there's. <laughs> I can only imagine. There's. This uh, is called working with the public, <laughs> right, Jeff? There's a wide <laughs> variety of complaints, and I think the the one misconception is that people have is that they go to a restaurant and. They eat something and they go home and they're sick, and all of a sudden it's ex it's the food at the restaurant that they ate at. Generally, food takes twelve to twenty four hours to get into a system. So you may have already been sick when yeah, you got sick. Is that what you're telling yeah, us? <laughs> yeah, surely not. <laughs> and um, so I think people want to blame something all the time, or blame a restaurant, or whatever and so we'll get complaints about it we will send an inspector out to right. to uh check the complaint and and things like that but generally it's not anything to do with the food it's it right. because most restaurants are very very good about how they do their business sure. they want to get people back um but our job is to make sure that if there was an issue that we can get in and make sure that we uh, find out what the problem is and then we can start tracing down if there was anybody else involved and if there was, uh, if it's going to be some sort of widespread sure. type of 
issue, then we can uh, make sure that we have a uh, something in place that people can come in and uh, either if if it's something that can be uh, uh, we can give medications to we can kind of control the situation right right, get it under control well that makes sense and and for you your job is not now i want to make sure we're clear please don't call jeff with those types of complaints (laughs) no i'm just kidding i know you're obviously in the public health preparedness coordinator but uh, always interesting i'm sure you get lots of calls uh, at the health department for a lot of various reasons but uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, Jeff, we'll change the subject just a little bit here. Um, I know you have uh, kind of recently gone into the health department, not too mm-hmm. long ago, and you have a uh, first responder background. Tell us a mm-hmm. little bit about why you decided to join the health department. What drives you to uh, well, to I was your a uh, I was a firefighter and paramedic for 26 years, working out here in Brownsburg, all those 26 years, and um, during that time, I had a uh, I worked my way up the ranks. Uh, I retired as a captain, and uh, I always had an interest in emergency management. Uh, I went on to get my master's degree in emergency management, so I uh, that's what I wanted my, I guess, my second career to be was some sort of emergency management type career. And the health department position has provided me that opportunity to really give the emergency management perspective, first responder perspective, to the public health position. Uh, We do work with emergency management at the health department. We work hand-in-hand. If there was ever a large-scale emergency, whether it be a tornado, a flood, um, large fire, hazardous materials, or whatever, um, they would work with us so that they would be mainly responsible for getting the the situation itself mitigated along with the first responders. Um, our job would be to set up shelters, uh, to assist people, uh, we do work hand-in-hand hand with the Red Cross, and that is something that that um, when I first came into the position um, and I looked at the Medical Reserve Corps, um, I thought, that's kind of what the Red Cross does. And uh, so I actually had talked to my counterpart down in Morgan County, and uh, Morgan County has a very strong Medical Reserve Corps, they work with their Red Cross, so I talked to our Red Cross representative in Hendricks County and thought there's no reason for us to be pulling volunteers one way or the other. Sure, if you want to work together, don't yeah, you? If you want to volunteer, you can volunteer for your community, uh, and no sense in in the Red Cross being over here doing their thing and the Medical Reserve Corps over here doing their thing. So uh, at a national level, too, the Medical Reserve Corps and the American Red Cross have signed a national letter of intent that if there was a large-scale emergency that we should work together sure. as a as a group. So um, we have been working with the Red Cross out here so that... Uh, they provide some of the training for us. We okay. provide some of the training for them. Um, and you don't necessarily have to pick 
one or the other. If you're a Red Cross volunteer and there is a an emergency, we will take you into the Medical Reserve Corps uh, or during that emergency, you work under us and vice versa. Uh, and so it's it's not a competition. It's providing a service for the the county. Uh, and when we set up a uh, a shelter, for example, our focus in the health department and the medical reserve corps is setting up a shelter that provides uh, vaccinations uh, such as a pandemic flu. Um, we can receive medications from what they call the strategic national stockpile. If there's a declared emergency in the county, the state would receive these uh, shipments from the uh, the CDC and the, right. the 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 strategic national stockpile. Uh, it goes to the state department of health. The state department of health then takes that shipment and the local health department. So the Hendricks County Health Department would receive those Their medications. Share of what they needed, and sure. then we. Uh, give those medications out at these points of dispensing. Okay. We've decided that on a local level and really, I guess, kind of across central Indiana that these points of dispensing can be modified into family assistance centers. So we don't necessarily have to give out medications, but we can give out food, blankets, things like that. We can bring families in if there was ever a uh, mass fatality situation, if there was ever any sort of mass disaster situation, we can we can set yeah. these shelters up. And the volunteers are a critical part of that. Um, we've estimated that it takes about 42 people to run one of these uh, points of dispensing mm-hmm. shelters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can see that... Uh, a, a county the size of, of Hendricks, uh, we should have to give out uh, medications to everybody in the county uh, on in a 48-hour period, which is what the federal government uh, kind of recommends or mandates for us. Um, we should have four of these points of dispensing. Uh, so you can see that with our 78 volunteers and the small staff that we have at the health department, right. we'd be a little bit under under Spread a little bit thin yeah. there, right? Well, and that takes us back to why we're talking today. So if you would like more information and you'd like to be recruited as a volunteer, feel free to reach out to Jeff. Jeff, let's give your phone number one more time or an email address. Okay. My phone number at the health department is 317-745-745. 9214 and my email address is j quarter c o r d e r at c o dot hendrix dot i n dot u s 
Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Now, they, and uh, actually, more importantly, thanks for all of your years as a fireman here in the Hendricks County yeah, area. I know that's a very tough job. And now mm-hmm. as you're serving in the health department, very important work for our community. So thank you for that. If you'd like more information on what the health department is up to here in Hendricks County, you can check them out online at co.hendricks.in. Dot US. There's lots of information out there, Jeff, as I can see here, how to prevent uh, the spread of the flu. Uh, when there's tick season, you have information on that online. Health and safety as it relates to swimming in the summer. All kinds of uh, important resources on the website mm-hmm. here. So I know we're, we both encourage you to check that out, out if you'd like some health tips and more information on the health department. Jeff, thanks so much for being on Central Indiana today. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us tonight for Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. I wanted to let you know that Jeff Corder reached out to me after our interview was recorded, and he wanted to let me know that the times for the flu shot clinics are Wednesdays from 830 until 330. So I wanted to pass that along to our listeners. Thanks for listening and have a great night. You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host, Nicole Kendall, on WYRZ.